Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. Connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. You are live. Hey, welcome to Arms Room Radio. Ooh, that's hot. That's hot. Hold on a second there. Let me let me bring that down there a little for you. There you go. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. My name is Mike. I am the uh, I am the guy sitting in the big chair, only because I need a bigger chair than Earl. Um, I promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Uh, we uh, we do this show here weekly for you here at uh, at uh, the well, we're at the we're at the mobile. The mobile uh, location, Bravo Mobile Magswag Studios, um, but it's not the it's not the, the kind of studios that Earl has. Earl's got a different kind of studios. Let me go around the room real quick, though, and introduce you to my fellow compatriots on my right, the right hand man, the great 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 grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome back to the program. His name is Earl. Oh, good to be back. Good to be back. This time, I guess you could say I'm in the MagSwag Mobile Maximum Studio. Oh, you're in the Maxi Studios. Oh, 80,000 yeah. 80, pounds of screaming steel and sex appeal, baby. Yep. Oh, yeah. Is that right? 80,000 pounds? Did I get a good guess in? Well, that's that's my gross weight. I didn't weight that much today. It was actually kind of light today. Kind of light. But that's, that's what I could carry. Now, are you uh, are you on the road right now, or are you uh, are you back at the yard? I'm back at the yard. Actually, right now, oh. I'm actually putting some go go juice in it. Okay, and we'll park it, and then I'll get then I'll get in the mobile mini studios and okay. head over towards uh, location Bravo. When we get uh, when we get you in the mobile mini studios, that way, when you're out of uh, uh, you, you you get to uh, get a little more freedom. I wanna I wanna I wanna play the game What You Hauling. I don't, I don't know if you remember the game What You Hauling. That used to be a uh, they used to be pretty big in a Central Florida radio station. They would they would play a game called uh, What You Hauling, and I'm just going to steal it. I'm going to steal it. He's no longer on the air, so uh, <laughs> I think he doesn't have a right to it anymore. <laughs> so uh, he's a. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll do that. We'll do that when we get back. But um, well, one of you, what you can do you can do that whenever because one of the perks I guess right now of my schedule, I'm the only employee on the yard. Oh, nice, nice. Hey, listen. Can you bring me back? Uh, I need a, a tanker bar, like a, it's it's like a it's like a big like a big long uh, metal rod that you use for just like jamming between uh, the tracks and the, and the road wheels. Um, I figured there's got to be one of them laying around a truck yard like that. You know, some some kind of giant pry bar is what it is. Nah, we don't have those. All right, all right, all right. We, we don't have any track vehicles. 
What? I figured a big, big, uh, big trucking okay. company like that's got to have at least one track vehicle. I mean, do you don't have one apocalypse vehicle there? You don't have one. You don't have one kind of you know a uh, bailout vehicle with tracks or nothing. All right. Okay. All right. No. All right, well, we'll just go with it. We'll just go with it. Sorry to disappoint. That's all right. That's all right. I mean, we'll just have to stick with the 80,000 80, pounds of screaming steel and sex appeal. Um, I guess we could, <laughs> I guess we could stick to the uh, how's the weather? How was the weather on your journey today, sir? Uh, the weather right now, it's raining a little bit, but that that is actually secondary. You know, we, you know back, backing up to past previous uh, talks on different shows we've had about the, you know, everybody being out and about and all that. Yeah, Florida is open. We, we, everybody <laughs> is on the road. Yeah, it's um, everybody's on the road today. It is definitely uh, opened up today. I got to uh, listen. I don't know if you've ever been there before, and I'm not trying to throw uh, you know free promotions out for uh, organizations, but uh, you know, I, I don't. I don't think they even need it. Have you been to one of the one of the Bucky's yet? <laughs> well, you say free promotions. I'm actually going to disparage them a little bit. Okay, do it. Uh, I attempted one. I attempted one one morning on my way back in. I had, you know, pretty much I had time to kill. Yeah. Well, not really to kill, but was in no super hurry. And, uh, hey, this one opened up. Let me swing by. It's 5.30, 6 o'clock in the morning. They right. won't be that busy. Let me check one out. Well, as soon as I turned the corner, I got off the highway and turned the corner to uh, pull into the parking lot to check them out. They had all kind con- I probably had... 20 or 30 uh, yard sale sign type signs yeah. lining up the entire access road. Uh, no trucks. No trucks. Uh. No trucks. No trucks. Like, all right, fine. Is, is that you how they don't ma- want my business? Yeah, yeah. I am not giving you my business. No, I get you. Is is that how they made their money? Is it is it, is it a truck stop or or is it more of a, a giant? Uh, uh, um, you know, automobile, regular, you know, kind of everyday driver stop? I honestly don't know. Yeah, they're, they're brand new to me. I yeah. don't know of them. Uh, we, I remember it made it the news here locally, uh, Mike, that uh, I think one was opening up the, what, Daytona, yes. St. Augustine area, yeah, something like that? There's actually one in each, one in Daytona <laughs> and one in St. Augustine, about uh, about uh, an okay. hour apart from each other, yeah. Yeah, this, this one was out of state. Right. Not that I don't think that really has any bearing on it, but uh, figure I'll, I'll give it a shot. But yeah, had had no truck signs all over the place, so I pulled in with a set of doubles and turned around in their parking lot and left. Yeah, interesting, interesting. Uh, I know from <laughs> I a uh, from a uh, from a from a driving a pickup truck kind of uh, you know uh, uh, ordeal. That's what I got going on. That um, it was kind of interesting. It was. Um, uh, I took another friend from that lives in Old Rando with me, uh, and uh, and we went up there, and uh, and it was um, it was interesting. Listen, folks, if you don't know what a Bucky's is, and it's B U C dash E E S, I think it is. Um, yeah, it, I think so. Yeah, it's a weird spelling. Yeah, it, it, it's like a it's like a giant. Let's see, the best way I could describe it is um, imagine the biggest biggest gas station you could imagine, and that would kind of be like um, short of a. Of a truck stop, it would be like a Wawa, I guess. Um, but now make it yeah. the size of like a Walmart, and put a put the gift shop from a Cracker Barrel in there. Also put a Sunny's barbecue joint in it, 
Um, then you're going to need a Bass Pro Shop also on one end. Um, and, um, oh, and an ice cream parlor and a bakery. Um, and put that, put that all in there, and that's kind of what a Bucky's is. It's, it's, listen, it's literally a gas station you could go spend four hours at. <laughs> if you if you weren't yeah. just stopping for gas, and it, uh. and to top it off, they have about a hundred gas pumps. I think. That, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Um, and you know, listen, I'm I, I'm one of those guys. Are listen, if I if I pump gas and then I want to go inside and get a drink, I go get a parking spot afterwards. Um, this was like, yeah. well, there's a hundred pumps. Do I do I need to? You know, or or do they expect that here? You know, <laughs> um, but I did. I pulled off, and I, I don't want to be that that guy. You know, so I went and uh, and got me some. Uh, some petrol, some gasoline, but um, yeah, definitely an experience uh, if you've got a, a Bucky's near you. And uh, that's kind of I, I took care of. It. When did I do that? I did that uh, Thursday, I think I did that Thursday. Yes, Thursday I went to the Bucky's up there. So um, uh, definitely interesting. Definitely, definitely something I hadn't seen before. But uh, hell, Earl, before Wawa's showed up in Florida ten years ago, we'd never seen that either. You know, and that was the that was the biggest True. gas station in the world. I mean, if you wanted to see a big gas station. Yeah. Before that, you had to go to a truck stop. Otherwise, you had the Seven Eleven with the six or seven pumps. Yep. Um, yeah, Seven Eleven was about it. Now, yeah. Wawa is the benchmark. Yep, exactly. Hey, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. When we get back. We're going to have Mr. Patrick Collins. Uh, he's a member of Georgia Carey. Going to be talking about the Georgia Carey Convention and, and a couple of businesses that uh, that Patrick's involved in as well. So stick around. We'll be back after the break. Kel-Tec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Kel-Tec. Got about three minutes. Three minutes. And I got your gas on the other line for you. Gotcha. Rise your tactical rifle. Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. USA. Defining tactical excellence. Coming back in two minutes. Two minutes. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. 
Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. One minute. One minute. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday night special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. 30 seconds. Video program we seconds. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. Here we go. 54-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room You're live. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. Uh, Earl, how are things going? You still with us? We got you with me here. Oh yes, yeah, I'm still here. Now I now I am in the uh, mobile mini studios. The mobile mini studios, making that uh, making that warp speed to uh, to location Bravo. So we'll have Earl with us here shortly. But uh, in the meantime, folks, just uh, bear with us. He's on the uh, he's he's at the mercy of uh, cell phone towers in Florida on uh, in thunderstorm conditions. So uh, we'll, we'll we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Well. It's Florida, so like it's like every two miles is a thunderstorm, and then you get like eight miles of blue skies, and then you get back to a thunderstorm <laughs> at the, after that because it's in the afternoon. And that's how it works. That's how it works. Yeah. So good to go. And good I to feel go. like I'm driving a go kart now. Oh yeah. Oh man. Listen, you went from eighty thousand p eighty thousand pounds of screaming steel and sex appeal to about uh, three thousand pounds of English racing freedom, or are you into German racing freedom machine today? German. He's in that he's in that das uh, das German uh, machine uh, going down the highway. Uh, yes, get out of his way. Um, all right, uh, listen, we got a caller on the line. I want to make sure we get to him, uh, give him as much time as we possibly can. Uh, please welcome back to the program, friend of the program, Mr. Patrick Collins uh, from Georgia. Carey, Patrick, welcome back to the program, sir. Hey, guys, how you all doing today? You know, not too shabby, sir. I, listen, this was a kind of a last minute. You and I were having a conversation a little while ago, and I appreciate you uh, being available. I thought this is good. It, uh, uh, you know, I wanted to start promoting what you guys have going on got going on up there in Georgia, Cary next month. Yes, yes, it's an exciting time for us. Um, this year, we are hosting a, um, or we always have had uh, a convention. Last year, unfortunately, we got it. Uh, we had to cancel it because of the whole, you know, situation, little pandemic thing, you know, scandemic, whatever. <laughs> but uh, this year we're back on. 
Um, Patrick, and you know, looking looking back at it now, you and I we've done a couple other events, but they've been um, outdoor events or training events. This is going to be, I think, I'm pretty sure that this is the first uh, indoor convention style Second Amendment event since the pandemic hit back uh, January February of 2020. That is correct. That is correct. Uh, we are having it on. Uh, September 10th, that weekend, um, so starting off on that Friday, uh, it is an indoor event, even though there is outdoor activities that are available for any uh, family members that come or even if you want to participate yourself, but uh, it's a really fun event. I encourage everybody to come to it. Yeah, this is going to be in, in um, Helen, Georgia, and for those of you that are not familiar with Helen, Georgia, it's about... I don't know, Patrick. What would you say about about an hour and a half north of uh, of uh, the Atlanta airport? Yes, yeah, it's about an hour and a half north of Atlanta. Um, it's it's in a mountainous town uh, that also mimics the uh, as you guys were mentioning earlier the German uh, Oktoberfest uh, festivities that happen up there. Year-round Oktoberfest in this Bavarian-style town. Earl, the, Earl, the, the really weird thing. Earl, you've been to you've been to Helen, haven't you, Earl? Yes, I have. Okay, okay. So the weird thing about Helen is you you know you're in Georgia and you could just about hear Ned Beatty squealing until you get to um, <laughs> Helen, Georgia, and you're like, "What the crap, dude? I'm in Bavaria now. I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm down in the Munich area, Bavaria. The you know the rolling." You know, small mountains, big hills, kind of thing, and, and and you see the architecture. And listen, there's some tourism stuff going on there, but it's 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 so weird, Earl, because I remember walking into um, a, 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 a Hofbrau, a Hofbrau house, uh, and and the girl at the counter is wearing the dirndl. She's wearing the full German traditional getup, and she's like, "How y'all doing?" And I'm like, "Whoa." <laughs> Hold on now, you, you got to let my brain process that, you know. So, uh, uh, but great place, um, great place. Listen, if you want to, if you just want to come out and get out and see some Second Amendment activism, uh, this is again, this is the first one I, I would say since um, since Shot Show twenty nineteen. Uh, so all the stuff in twenty nineteen. So, so show we had Shot twenty twenty. Then everything was canceled after that. So we've been. 17, 18, this will be 19 months, 18, 19 months when this one happens here, uh, you know, in, in September, that this will be the first indoor convention style. Now, we've had the one in Florida. Florida did their uh, their open carry event, which was wonderful. It broke the ice, got us back into it. This is the indoor convention style. Um, and and, the, and this is a cool because you could bring the family, and they can go out, and they could do uh, – I mean, it's all kinds of crazy stuff. There's, there's the la, – uh, um, the rafting, the river rafting, the lazy river, uh, and it's a real river. It's not one of them made-up Disney rivers, you know? Uh, so it's it's a really cool place. You could go out and do actual Second Amendment activities and uh, as well as, um, uh, you know, bring the family and enjoy and have a good time. Um, I mean, Patrick, I mean, I mean th- we, we went out and we had a good time in that area as well after we were done in the, in the, uh, in the days. Absolutely. I mean, there's fun for all ages, uh, whether or not it's, uh, you know, kids can do archery. Um, there, there are uh, plenty of hiking activities, uh, any type of lake slash river activities that are up there. There's uh, rappelling, too, I believe. Yeah, or, yeah I rappelling, zip rides, yeah, right? zip lines. Yep, yep, there was all of that. Yeah. yeah. So good. Oh, that's yeah, what Joel said, called yeah. controlled falling. 
Yeah, yeah exactly. Controlled falling. Exactly right. Yeah. Exactly right. So, <laughs> so I know I, I don't think yeah. the board up there, your board of directors, has announced who the guest speaker is this year. But uh, I, it's always somebody good. Uh, uh, you know, it's it's uh, it, it's always a, it's a nice, always a nice, well known name in the the Second Amendment industry. Um, and um, you'll meet great people. You'll have a good time. Uh, and then again, there's there's all there's also good family time available as well so um patrick let's 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 move on from there um let's uh, go to georgiacarry.com i think that's uh i think it's just georgiacarry.com i think is what it is um and then you georgiacarry.org dot org there we go georgiacarry.org you can look it up and come there it doesn't matter where you are folks like we say this all the time because what's going on in georgia is what's going to end up happening in new jersey or vice versa and you need to know what's going on and how other people are dealing with it so come on out and uh I go there all the time. I'm, you guys know that Earl and I are based out of Florida. We go all over the country. Georgia carries kind of the, the first one that kicks it off every year. So so we head up there and see our good friends there. Um, uh, Patrick, tell me about uh, uh, Georgia FASTA, the, the, the company that you instruct and teach out of. It's F-A-S-T-A, because I always confuse that with the uh, the FASTER program and our good friends in Ohio. But tell me about Georgia FASTA. So uh, Georgia, Georgia FASTA is a veteran-owned and operated, except for myself. I'm the only non-veteran <laughs> that's on the uh, staff there. Um, however, uh, I, I work with all the guys there. We, we instruct civilians all the way up to post-certifications for recalls for our police officers and, and other um, departments within the state of Georgia. Uh, we do teach all over. I have actually taught up in... Um, Minnesota, um, up there in, uh, or what was that, Milwaukee, or Green Bay, that's okay. Green Bay, there was a Jackson, um, wow. Wow. we're on the roster to teach security staff all over the place, in fact, uh, we, we have one coming up uh, next weekend for Taurus, we're teaching their security staff at Taurus, the uh, manufacturers down there in Bainbridge, Georgia. Oh, t- Taurus, I thought you meant like for tourists, like we get here in Florida. I was like, oh, I mean, I guess so. I guess it works for you, uh, but but the, <laughs> that's good. Well, that's good. So, so how do people how do people reach out to you there to get training from uh, from uh, from uh, Georgia FASTA or from you? Uh, yes, you just reach out to uh, Chief. Is the head instructor? He's the uh, director of all of the curriculum. Um, reach out to Chief, and Chief will align you well with one of the many contractors that we have or many instructors that we have that also have to qualify through his program in addition to other certifications. So it's not just a matter of I have my NRA qualification uh, for an instructor. It's more like you need to pass multiple different tests, including a shooting test. Um, right, yeah. And, uh, and Chief will align you. Yeah. Um, that, that, that this is very important. If you're gonna if you're gonna be an instructor and you want to be in the shooting world, um, you should probably know how to shoot. That's a it's, it's a good thing to know. Uh, I'm just I'm just I'm just yeah. saying. And and listen, um, uh, Patrick, you, we got about thirty seconds, but um, uh, um, it's it's a learned skill. It's a practice skill. It's like golf. If you don't go shooting all the time and you think you're gonna show up a year later and pop some uh, some X's in the ten hole, it's not gonna happen. That's absolutely right. I always recommend practicing, getting out there, at least being very familiar with how to handle your firearm. Exactly right. Exactly right. Uh, Patrick, we got uh, got a break coming up for us. We get back, uh, or we're going to take a little break. Can you come back and join us for another little segment? I want to talk to you about uh, one more venture of yours, and then we'll do a little Georgia politics if we can. 
Absolutely. Folks, you are listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. Uh, join us uh, next segment. We'll be back with uh, Mr. Patrick Collins from uh, Georgia Carey and uh, Georgia Fasta. I started smoking when I was 13. I always thought when the time came, I could quit. No problem. Then at 28, I tried to go cold turkey, and I found out how hard it really was. I made it all day without a smoke. (laughs) Right until I met up with the guys. But I learned something that night. In fact, every time I tried to quit, there were more than a few. I learned a little more about what worked and what didn't work for me. And when I realized that I wasn't alone, that most people don't quit on their first or second attempt, I knew there was still hope. Today... I'm an ex-smoker. My only advice is to never, ever give up trying to quit. If you're trying to quit smoking, the American Lung Association is here to help every step of the way. Visit quitterinyou.org for tools, tips, and stories from smokers we've helped to finally quit for good. The American Lung Association. We support the quitter in you at quitterinyou.org. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our everyday. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? <coughs> Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. That's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits, like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to go to SSS. One minute. One minute. Mr. Register. I heard that. Want to reduce your risk of heart disease, diabetes, and stroke? Simple. Eat right. This is registered dietitian nutritionist Melissa Dobbins. A healthy diet can mean a healthier you. So eat a variety of proteins each week. Seafood, lean meat, poultry, beans, and nuts. Fill half your plate with fruits and vegetables at every meal. Choose foods that are lower in calories, fat, and sodium. Limit your alcohol and maintain a healthy weight. Let a registered dietitian nutritionist help you achieve your goals. Find one near you at eatright.org. Did you know that 63% of homes contain allergens from cockroaches? And that mice spread potent asthma triggers found in 82% of homes? It's true. Common household pests are major offenders on the list of indoor allergens. Learn what you can do to help your family. Ten seconds. Ten seconds. Visit pestworld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association and the Asthma and Allergy Foundation of America. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's arms. Here we go. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. 
We are uh, we're coming to you live today from uh, location Bravo, which has been kind of our home now for let's see uh, what is this? This is June. This is four, so about sixteen months now. We've been coming to you from location Bravo. We've had a couple of a uh, couple of shows on the road. Uh, you know, notably uh, our good friends over at uh, Florida Carry uh, at their uh, their expo where they were doing the. Uh, uh, their Second Amendment, uh, it's about education, not intimidation. They're doing their Open Carry Expo. Uh, we did that. In fact, I think that's the last time Patrick, our guest Patrick Collins from Georgia Carry, I think that's the last time we saw each other, Patrick, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. On a professional level, yeah. Well, there we go. There we go. We don't, uh, we don't, we don't talk about the personal level. That we don't want the wives knowing what's going on there. So we just keep moving on. Um, the uh, um, uh, uh, Patrick, um, uh, move along, move along. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Georgie Carey and G A Fasta, please. Uh, before we get to the end of the segment, and I run out of time like I usually do. Tell people again how to reach out to you there. Uh, well, Georgie Carey is. Uh, GeorgiaCarry.org. Go to visit the website. Please join. Please support. I mean, all of us are fighting statewide uh, battles, um, but Georgia in particular, as you guys are probably well aware of, has had some major losses recently with uh, some of the political seating and uh, political agendas that folks have. And then um, GAFASTA, GAFASTA.com, and look us up. Uh, We are in certain company. now that we've covered those two, let's let's uh, let's go on to the one. Uh, I think. Listen, George Carey is a favorite of mine. You guys do some great training at Georgia Fasta, but let's talk about the gun food. Tell me what the gun food is. Yes, the gunfood dot uh, com. Gunfood dot com is a company I started um, towards actually just before um, the end of the summer of last year. Okay. Uh, basically, I was sitting on a whole bunch of ammo being a competitive shooter and an instructor whose business kind of went a little bit soft for a little bit. And um, I had a lot of ammo being shipped to me. Um, and I said, you know what, let me just start getting rid of some of this ammo uh, and not spending it in the ways that could be fun, but more so in the ways of enabling people who could not uh, obtain it. Um, you know, having teaching all across the country, you have to have these connections. And um, so I made the connections, connected all the dots, and enabled people to buy ammo even through the ammo shortage. Now, I want to make sure, folks, you understood what, uh, what Patrick just said. Patrick, is a, he gets ammo sent to him because he's a competitor shooter, and he's an instructor. And during the COVID, when all these events were canceled, whether it was a, a teaching event or a competition event, rather than... Then sit on all of it. Now, listen, he sat on some of it. You know, he's not, he's not a fool, okay? Um, uh, he decided to share the wealth and created the gun food to sell the ammo to people that could not get it anywhere else. Is that right, Patrick? That is absolutely correct. And the other thing, too, is everything that's listed on our website is in stock, ready to go. There is no delay. There's no wait for me to get it before you get it type of thing. It is there. It is yours when you buy it. Nice, nice. So there's none of that, uh, like you said, that delay nonsense where, uh, hey, you think it's there, you think it's there, you, you you put it in your cart, and then you take it to the cart, and you go to check out, and it's like, oh, it's an eight-week expected delivery time. Yes. Hey, none of that. I, I, I got my phone out, Mike. What's that website? Thegunfood.com. <laughs> Thegunfood.com. <laughs> All right. What calibers do you need? Oh, you know, me? I'll, listen, I'll, I, I'll take... Uh, 
you know, I always need 45. You know, always need 45. You know, so you know the the uh, the 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 other people are not carrying 45 anymore. So I got to stock up on it. So give me some 45, bro. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Patrick, how's the uh, how's the competition shooting going? Um, I know you that's uh, that's come around again, and you, and you pay more attention to this. I, I like to, I, I grab and Earl and I grab we grab some local competitions and stuff, but you do much more than that. Is that picking back up around the country now? Yes, yes, I've seen an increase uh, across the country. It's really only, you know, the serious competitors that are into it, which makes it very difficult for someone who's average or someone who wants to learn <laughs> right. in that atmosphere. Right. Um, I always recommend people to come out and try competitive shooting if you can afford it and, and spare the time. Um, but it's uh, it's it's still coming. It's coming back. I mean, you can go out and see a match for sure, but typically it's going to be some of the serious competitors. It has gone down uh, ammo prices recently, and I keep seeing things on TV uh, and news articles, and I think these people must be must be hacks that don't understand what's going on because um, you and I both know, and anybody that's listened to the program that's a that's a you know even halfway involved in, in, in firearms or Second Amendment knows that let's take nine mil for instance was up a dollar a, a dollar around for a while. Now, normal what we'd love to see that at is you know I don't know. You know, twenty cents around, twenty-five cents around. It's not there yet, but I've seen it as low as fifty and sixty cents around. Um, this should be hopefully open up people to coming back to competitions if if I'm seeing the right prices there. Yes, yeah, I I, I honestly think that uh, as long as no major calamity gets created to drive up the cost of ammunition. Um, I, I think we are going to start to see ammo prices return to a, an obtainable uh, level um, where folks will come out and shoot a lot more. Yeah, and listen, um, I, you know, I, even I thought I had enough, and um, I went through a decent amount of ammo um, with 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 nine mil standard velocity, and then with the subsonic uh, velocity for some of the weapons that I shoot and. Um, even I about uh, three or four months ago just stopped. I was like, all right, I'm not, I'm not breaking open another case. You know, that's, that's really what it came down to. It's not that I don't have it. I was like, oh, well, I gotta, I gotta save this for different reasons. You know, <laughs> just, um, but, but I think now it's, I've, I've started to see a lot of my back order stuff is starting to flow in now. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of uh, the suppliers are catching up. Um, manufacturing is getting back to normal. Uh, of course, you know, our workforce for manufacturing was reduced greatly with uh, the whole social distancing and oh boy. the virus, which, yeah. But, uh, yeah. you know, now that we have uh, folks back in places that they can make it, well, we're going to start to see a little increase of availability. There we go. That's it. And uh, if you want to see some ammo that uh, is available today, on the website today, not put it in your wish list, not put it in your uh, in your in your in your back order log. If you want to see some uh, ammo available today, it's thegunfood.com. Thegunfood.com. Uh, yep. Patrick, that? we've got a, we got another event you and I are going to be doing before we see each other at um, at Georgia Carry. Um, we're going to be going to Detroit to to see a good friend up there. Who has a boy uh, a, a great program that he does? Uh, our good friend, Mister 
uh, Rick Ector with Illegally Armed in Detroit. Uh, are you still planning to be there? Will we, will, we, will we be seeing you there? Absolutely. I will be up there. And, in fact, I'm bringing a, a whole posse full of instructors with me. <laughs> oh, you, well, oh, Sue, I'm glad you enunciated that correctly because I thought you were going the wrong way, and this is a family show. Um, the, uh, the, the, that's August 18th, 19th, and 20th, I think that is, or 19th and 20th, or 18th, 19th, whatever that weekend is, folks. Um, Rick, this is, this is beautiful. It's, it's, it's a pure thing where he teaches basic firearms familiarization to, uh, uh, to women, um, and this has gone from a couple of women to last year. What, I, I, what did we have? What, what was our, you remember the total numbers from last year? The official count on paper was 1,938. Now, that's not including the mother-daughters that the mother right. signed for the daughter. And, right. You know, but it's 1,938, so nearly 2,000 women over the course of two days. Um, and what is Rick planning for this year? Do you recall that number? He's actually planning for 4,000 women. Yeah. yeah uh, and yeah, I think yeah. his real goal is 5,000. Yeah. He's running both ranges, both days. That's, um, it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, it is, um, and, you know, and look him up, uh, Rick Ector, legally armed in Detroit. Um, and it's, uh, it's I, you know, so why not, you're 2,000, Rick, why not go to 3,000? Why not go to 2,500? No, he's trying to go to 4,000 and 5,000. Um, and I know that he's getting the majority of his ammo from the, from our friends uh, Justin up there at uh, Phoenix Ammunition. That's F-E-N-I-X if you want to uh, to look a look at them also. If Patrick doesn't have it, see if Phoenix, Phoenix has it there, so. Um, Patrick, we're, we're running up on the clock. Let's give, let's give, let's give it all over again. Start me with all the places people can find you. All right. Well, first things first is georgiacarry.org, grassroots organization here in the state of Georgia. Uh, and that's georgiacarry.org. And then there's also, uh, GA FASTA, uh, very, uh, well-vetted training academy, as well as thegunfood.com, where you can buy all your ammunition needs. There you go, folks. Uh, join me, join Patrick, join probably Earl. Come to Georgia Carey. Come to uh, Detroit. If you're an instructor and you want to help, reach out to us. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwain.com studios. We'll see you after the break. The Keltec PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29. Do you already keep them on for another segment? Innovation, performance. What's that? Keltec. See more. Do you already keep them on for another segment? No, we're good. We're good. Thank you, hey, everyone. Okay. Room radio. Do you have a CERT right, no SIRT laser yet. training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? <clears throat> CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's Next Level Training. Two minutes. Eyes from Arms Room Radio sent you. America. Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? 
Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. Got a question or a story to tell? Check them out at armsroomradio.com. Now, coast to coast and around the world from the MagSwag.com studios, it's Arms Room Radio. Here you go. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. That's the MagSwag.com studios. Uh, thanks to our good friend uh, Patrick Collins there, who uh, was able to join us uh, last minute. So that's uh, it's always, uh, always a good thing. We like to have him with us. Um, uh, Earl, I wanted to talk to you and the folks out there uh, about this... <sighs> It's 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 a gun law to San Jose, California. Um, it's it's and we've seen this happen out there. Listen, we see so much turmoil, so much incompetence, so much uh, um, absolute uh, uh, lunacy. Just, yeah, lunacy. That's a good word. That's a good word. You know, they just need the absolute ignorance of the Constitution uh, and, and everything that occurs out there. Um, the San Jose City Council unanimously passed gun control measures. This past week, that requires all gun owners in the city to carry insurance and pay an annual fee to cover taxpayer costs related to gun violence or risk having their guns confiscated. The city attorney's office will return to the council in the fall uh, with an ordinance for final approval. So they don't even have an ordinance. They've just decided out of the blue, and I like to call these people good idea fairies where they say wouldn't it be great if we could all have just uh, unicorns and sparkles and we could all look at the sky and appreciate um, how well everything is and we could all just hold hands and get along with our lives because if we all hold hands then nobody can hold a gun and we'd all be peaceful they're just freaking good idea yeah. fairies they, you know, they live in fantasy land is, is, is what they've got there and um this is not real. We know from many other jurisdictions that have tried this that you can say, we want you to own gun insurance. Well, Earl, I mean, you're, you're, you're an adult. I'm an adult. We're, we're parents. Uh, um, uh, we've, we were homeowners. We're car owners. We're business owners. Um, uh, you, ever, you ever call an insurance company and say, hi, I'd like to get gun insurance, please, for a potential crime that may not yeah. have happened? <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, they they look at you and they say, um, I'm sorry, you want what? Yes, um, I would like gun insurance. You see, because I'm a gun owner and someday I might do something with my gun. So I'd like you to insure me because I own a gun and I might do something you know, criminal with it. And that's what they're talking about. They're not talking about you going out and committing a, a self-defense act in your home. They're saying that maybe you as a gun owner one day might go out and decide, 
You know what? Feels like a road rage day. I'm going to shoot another driver. Or you know what? A little short on cash. Going to rob a liquor store. Because, Earl, if there's one thing legal gun owners do with their guns, it's break the law all the time. Which is an oh, abs- yeah. which is an absolute lie, folks. It's why we say it like that. Because gun o- legal gun owners don't break the law with their firearms. Uh, and I mean absolutely zero offense to my... Uh, to, to mine, Major Bill's brothers and sisters in law enforcement, when I say this, concealed carry holders commit less percentage-wise of crimes with their firearms than law enforcement officers do. Now, it's a minuscule amount. It's something like you know 1.5% or something like that of law enforcement officers end up being charged with a crime with their firearm, and it's less than 1% of concealed carry holders. So it's 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 almost insignificant, but it, but it is for the purpose of this discussion to say concealed carry licensed firearms carry holders are the least likely to commit a crime with their firearm. Um, but that's what San Jose wants you to do. They want you to get insurance in case you decide you want to go on a killing spree. In case you decide you're going to go out and come out go out and commit some felonies. Um, no insurance company in the world is going to take that. No insurance company in the world insures that. What insurance companies will do, and there are a couple out there, so come a couple of attorney firms, uh, some decent-sized ones, that will give you you know, a basic firearms protection if you have to use your firearm legally and then defend yourself against uh, a tyrannical government that says no firearm should be allowed at all. But there's nothing along the lines of what San Jose wants. Basically, what they're doing, Earl, is saying... We're going to put an unrealistic legal requirement on you, so the only option you have is to surrender your firearm. How's that make you feel, Earl? Yeah, I'm not going to have San Jose. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is this yeah, is that they're they're borrowing from from the the state of you know the the state was wanting to require technology that's not that has not even been invented yet, so they're wanting wanting you to they're, they're wanting to require you to partake in a service to be a legal gun owner that no one offers correct correct um you, you know what they did not require in this uh, this new bill their ordinance that they're proposing earl um that's that um uh those people that uh illegally possess firearms <laughs> that they must have insurance also Oh yeah, they they're not worried about them. Well, they're not I, worried about the criminals. They're worried about they're worried about the uh, legal legal gunners. Think about think about the asinine uh, um, you know, reasoning behind this. Um, bad guys commit crimes with guns. Good guys protect themselves and their families with guns. So we want the good guys to provide the insurance for when the bad guys commit crimes, and then the good guys have to defend themselves. I, I can add on or do you one better. We've got thousands of laws on the books to prevent violence. They're not getting it done. But this law will. Well, one Earl, more law. Earl, we always say, what do we need? We need one more law. Maybe, maybe this yeah. is the law, Earl. Maybe this is the law. Maybe this is the law that makes the bad guy say, listen, I was going to rob that store, but I hear the gun owner, the store owner's got a gun, and now he's going to have to pay for insurance, and I can sympathize with him 
for the insurance rates he's going to have to pay. So I'm not going to rob his store because of you know the rates of insurance that he's going to have to pay. That 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 seems logical, doesn't it? Sure. Sure, it does. Yeah, it absolutely Guy does. Purple. Yeah. yeah, exactly right. It's uh, it's purple with the friggin' green stripes and blue diamonds and yellow polka dots. It's 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 it it makes sense when monkeys fly out of my butt. You know, this is this is the most asinine <laughs> thing. Um, and and here's the deal. Um, we've talked about qualified immunity on the program, where uh, that um, uh, it, it protects law enforcement officials when they go out and they do their job as long as they do not violate the Constitution or break the law. As long as they don't violate the Constitution or break the law. How come we can't hold these elected officials to the same freaking standard? Okay? How come their attorney looks at them and says, you can't do that. You can't make a law like that because precedent's already been set that says that set of laws is illegal. You cannot require them to do that. Well, and, and, and the politicians say, well, we're going to make it do it anyway, and we'll just fight it later. How come they are not subject to the same harsh penalties that law enforcement is if they openly decide in an open forum, in a council meeting, that they're going to break the law? How come they can't be held liable for that? Rules for thee, not for me. You, you know what that reminds me of? I got to make sure my tar and feathers are up to a good supply in the backyard here I, because it's going to come down to that kind of thing. I honestly believe that all of those of us that are fed up with this are going to wait until the 20, January 20th, 2025 inauguration of the, whoever the GOP party winner is. And at that point, um, there's going to be a lot of, hey, you, buddy, pal, come here. Remember that, remember that nonsense, that crap you did? Yeah, get over here. It's time to shave your head, put a swastika on it, and throw you in the street because you were a communist sympathizer for the past four years. We let you people go. We didn't put Hillary in jail. Remember that? We didn't do it. And then you come in here talking unity and all your crap, and guess what happens? You start doing this kind of garbage. This is what you do. You start going after Trump's lawyers. You start going after anybody that was involved in the GOP. You go out breaking the Constitution. Guess what? Guess what you got coming for you? This is what you got coming for you. That's it. That's my opinion. My one, 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 one man's opinion. So, um, Earl, uh, we gotta, we're gonna be facing the uh, the hourly break here uh, until we get back next hour. Please, folks, exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you're not ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. And remember, keep your head on a swivel. Stick around, folks. We'll be back after the break. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. See you in six. The Deltex Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity. Not just because... First hour done. But because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? 
Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. Connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Oh, here's Mike. It's live. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. Uh, my name is Mike. I'll be uh, guiding us here through the last hour of the program. I do not do the show by myself, as we promised to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. On my right is the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Ah, good to be back. Good to be back. How are you? Close. Getting close. Getting close. Getting close. Getting close. For those that uh, just joining us, the second hour is uh, Earl has uh, returned from his uh, from his day job, uh, and and the day job went a little long on the Saturday, so so he's uh, he's joining us via uh, via the the beauty of uh, of satellite technology and uh, cell phone signals and uh, a good old fashioned headset. You know that he's got he's gotten this he's gotten this vehicle so so it's working out it's working out pretty well it's working out pretty well we should be here with this uh, momentarily in the uh, in the big in the big show at the uh, location Bravo um hey let's uh, let's see uh, Earl I'm I'm trying to you know let's see what's going on this past week I um I got to take a couple days off uh, earlier in the week um, took the uh, Mrs Mike away for uh, a short mini vacation and. Um, now you know what now I need another vacation. Um so uh, uh Oh no no listen no no not from like from Mrs. Mike just from you know I I took 2 3 days off from work and so I tried to cram in 5 days worth of work into 2 days and um I think I got the same amount of work done but the uh the hours that you would use to rest and sleep those those kind of disappeared. So I uh Yeah. I did I did that this past this past week, so um, it's it's been a been an interesting and, and long week uh, for for me. So, so it's been uh, it's been pretty good. It's been pretty good. Um, let's see here. Let's see here. We got. Uh, I guess we should jump into another story. Um, 
let's see. Hold on a second here. Let me check. Let me check some check some gear here. Let's make sure uh, this is this is. There we go. You can hear us. You can hear us. Yes. All right. Hey, we got Earl. We got Earl live in the studio with us. Yeah, aren't you so lucky? I am. I am. I'm, I'm gifted. I am honored. I am. Uh, I'm doing well to have you in here. Everything all right with your day so far? Yeah. Good. 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 Normal. Usual. Frustrations, but other oh, than that, yeah, yeah. The, the Every, everybody's got that. I get it. I get it. I absolutely get it. Um, let's see how much time we got. We got time here. Let me. Uh, let me. I want to jump into a, a story here out of uh, Hawaii. 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 I don't know how you're supposed to say it. I've I've been to Hawaii, but it's been a very long time since I've been to Hawaii. Um, I mean, it's while they were a state. I mean, I don't. I don't. I don't what you think it was that long ago. It's. <laughs> it's, it's uh, well, I. I know, you know. We're not talking about Kevin here. He was probably in China. Oh, true. He was probably in China. Yeah, yeah. Uh, directing the Japanese fleet where to go. Uh-huh. Um, let's see. In Honolulu this past week, uh, Governor David Ige, Ige, is it Iggy? Iggy? Ige? Ige? Yeah. I don't know. Hey, listen, uh, Gov. Um, you should put a little uh, pronunciation, uh, you know, graphic next to your name here. Ige. I'm gonna call it Ige. Uh, he signed three uh, gun violence prevention bills into law. On Thursday, this past Thursday at the state capitol, um, I, I love that these are these what they determine are gun violence prevention uh, bills. Uh, these are gun violence. The first one uh, goes into effect uh, and now makes purchasing, carrying, or manufacturing a ghost gun illegal. Hmm. A ghost gun. Right? I, I, I like how they, you know, it, it's, it, this goes all the way back to uh, the terminology of assault weapon. You know, they're, they're using made-up, inaccurate uh, verbiage, and they're applying it into law. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Listen, uh, uh, according to the governor there, a ghost gun is one without a serial number. Okay. Well, I mean, I mean, yeah, I guess you call it a ghost gun. Serial number. For me, a ghost gun would be something that's invisible and nobody could see. Yeah. Be like a ghost, right? Or maybe every once in a while it comes out and it does a little dance around your dinner table and you eat shrimp cocktails. You know, I, I don't know what happens with, with ghosts. Uh, that's all I know is what I see from the, from the, from the, uh, uh, the Beetlejuice movie. Um, <laughs> just don't say it three times. Just don't say it three times. Um, ghost gun, ghost gun, ghost gun. Ah, uh, oh, <laughs> now you went and did it. Oh, look where we got ghost guns. Cool. <laughs> all right. Uh, that's it, um, and um, uh, but here's the problem with this. You know, they they say it's it, it doesn't have a serial number on it. Okay, um, you know what? Every gun prior manufactured prior to 1968 was not required to have a, a serial number on it. Does yeah. this mean that guns, what, those old hunting shotguns, those old hunting rifles that they possess in Hawaii now? Because guess what? Those guns are there, Earl. Mm-hmm. Because Hawaii is like 90 percent open territory where people still. Uh, you know, still hunt and, and work their farmlands. And I think Hawaii has a, has a, a wild pig problem oh, as well. Oh, they do. They do have a, a feral pig problem. You're exactly right. And Ooh, if they're using Hawaiian grandpa's... bacon. Oh, Hawaii. That's like a, a poi. Oh, boy. A poi bacon. Oh, boy. Uh, no, oh, man. No, no uh, I'm not interested in poi. Oh, it would have like a little pineapple, little pineapple sugary crust on that bacon. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh man! All right, okay. All let's right. get back to this. Um, you've got um, <laughs> you, you got the, you got these ghost guns. So so they're using these old shotguns, these old you know Stephen shotguns or Sears shotguns that are out there. They're using them for this feral pig problem. But now they've turned them in. Now yeah. you're telling them to turn them in. Well, Earl, maybe maybe they're going to give them a gift card, or maybe they're going to give them money for it. No, probably not. No, yeah. no, they have to turn it in. Yep. Here's the problem that they say 
is 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 with the, with the ghost guns, um, because without a serial number, it makes it impossible to trace ownership or origin. Mm. And why would they need that information? Why would they need to know trace ownership or origin of their constitutionally protected Second Amendment right? Hmm. Um, uh, confiscation? Oh, that's it. That's it. We want to come take your guns from you. Oh. We're going to protect you. We're the state, mind you. It's already been ruled by the Supreme Court that law enforcement is not required to protect you. Uh, that we're just here for response purposes later for taking insurance reports. And I don't blame law enforcement. You can't be everywhere at the same time, you know. But that's that's it. Anyone who wants to dispose of these ghost guns can take them to their respective county police departments and surrender them for destruction. I, I like how, you know, I'm, I'm jumping ahead of you a little bit here. A state representative, uh, vice chair of the House Committee, said ghost guns by design are the perfect crime weapon. Uh, so you're thinking anybody that exercises their constitutional rights is a criminal? So by that, you know, account, I can, oh, you're in politics, so you're a liar. Uh, yeah, well, I, I believe you're exactly right. You've made the exact point, Earl. Um, if I have a ghost gun, I must be a criminal. If I'm in politics, I must be a liar. Sound pretty accurate to me. Which sounds like I get to keep my gun. Yeah. Right? It sounds like I get to keep my gun. Um, I did find it a little uh, disconcerting that the police captain who said this from Honolulu Police Department is Captain Yamamoto. I believe it was Admiral Yamamoto who invaded the Hawaiian Islands in 1941. Hmm. Coincidence that he's trying to disarm <laughs> the Hawaiian Islands? <laughs> the family legacy continues. I don't know. Hey, listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. Stick around. More after the break. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Two minutes. Boundary Oak Distillery. 
with names like Patton, Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon. You can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. One minute. What are we doing? Not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, Remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday night special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights. Ten seconds. I'm in foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-45... That's four. Here we go. 4712. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. Uh, Earl and I are sitting here in the location Bravo, location Bravo, in uh, the, uh, the the studio here, and um, we, we were talking to you last segment about uh, new gun laws out of Hawaii. So I figure we'll finish up with new gun laws out of Hawaii this segment before we get to uh, Major Bill next segment and uh, Fallen Hero and everything else. So let me uh, let me bring back up my Hawaii story here. And let's uh, let's take a look. Um, we talked to you about uh, the first thing was the, was the ghost guns. They got to get rid of the ghost guns because you know Hawaii's been a state since uh, what 1959. It became a territory after the Spanish American War at uh, the first part of the last century. So now all of a sudden, Earl, it's a problem, you know, because um, people are uh, you know shooting hogs and stuff um, with uh, with guns for pre 1968 that were were not required to have a phone number. And extra phone number. I have a serial. <laughs> have a serial number, and um, and uh, this is uh, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah is, isn't there already federal law that covers this? Oh, absolutely. That, that we we do have the right that we can manufacture our own firearms. <laughs> that a serial number is not required when manufacturing your own firearm it's for a, your use and possession. It serial number is not required until you decide to sell it. Hold on, let me take a look at the fact meter over here. Let's see what we've got here. And it says, ding, 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 ding. Earl, 100% right yeah. uh, is what we've got. Uh, not required. Not required. Uh, you, you can build your own firearm at home. You can build your own Class 3 
weapon, not a machine gun, because that's a separate law that says you can't do that anymore. But uh, all you have to do is, uh, if you want to build your own class one firearm, your standard firearm, mm-hmm. um, single shot or semi-automatic, um, it you you can do that and. Uh, you don't have to put a serial number on it. The only time you have to put a serial number on it is if you decide later on after you've owned it. Now you have to must pers- personally have owned it, and then you decided you don't want it anymore. That you must put a serial number on it to sell it. Right. But if you build it yourself with the intent of keeping it for yourself, you're not required to put a serial number on it. And that's been the law for almost a hundred years. Oh, okay. You know, you just you know, so just just. Uh, just a little nuance in the law, Earl, that uh, guess what? Once again, the Democrats have decided to come and say, you know the laws that we have and the Second Amendment and the Constitution and all of that? Yeah, screw it. Yeah, we don't care. Yeah, we don't care. Don't care at all. We're going to do the Obama thing. I got a pen and a phone. I'm going to do what I want. Um, um I, I love listening to to some of these people. The the state senator you were talking about from Hawaii, uh, Earl. Um, by the way, um, uh, Patrick Bronco is 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 that senator's name? Vice chair of the Home Committee on Water and Land. Oh yeah, so he knows a lot about uh, firearms. What's, what is that? What does that? What does that mean? The whole the Home Committee, uh, House Committee on Water and Land. That's like saying, well, Hawaii's uh, an island. There's not much land, and there's a whole lot of water. It's like saying I am the House Committee Chair on the Sun and the Moon. I am the House Committee Chair on Up and Down. I'm the House Committee Chair on Left and Right. Uh, um, are we? Are we? Uh, that's a little ridiculous. Okay, you're just naming your crap like that. Um, he says that um, ghost guns, but by design, are the perfect crime weapon. You know what the perfect crime weapon is, Earl? Um, that? One that a felon has and goes out and commit crimes with. His, not one that, is, that a, a law-abiding citizen owns. His evil intent? He's, he's a, that gun has evil intent. These firearms evade the permit and registration process. Did you see that, Earl? Did you know that? I have, Earl, I have right here. I have, I have, I have a ghost gun here in Location Bravo. If you're not careful, you might trip over it as it evades the registration process. <laughs> It's running around. It's it's running around. Careful, it'll get underfoot. It's, it'll get underfoot as it tries to evade the registration process. Uh-huh. It's just just a load of crap, um, it, it, and it, it could be easily produced at home without a license or a background check. Um, oh, oh, okay, and 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 that's I believe what the law allows. Um, now, Earl, if 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 I don't have to have a background check, can I still be a felon and own one of these? Uh, no. What? So, you mean I can't be a felon and own a ghost gun? No. Just well, like you can't be a felon and be in simple possession, not even own it. Just I, If I knew you were a felon, I couldn't just hand you my firearms. Here, check it out. I just got it. No. You, well, you can't even. You can't even. Well, you correct me on this. You, you know you're a felon. You can't even go into a gun store and look. You can look, but you can't touch. Okay. You can't touch. You can't say, "Hey, can I see this gun?" Yeah, yeah. You can't touch. You can look, but you can't touch. Yeah. I just want to, uh, um, yeah. you know, press my yeah. nose up against the glass. Right. Exactly. Right. right. I just want to lick the window. Yeah. Um, the uh, oh, these windows taste like snozberries. Um, <laughs> that's, um, the uh, the the they should have a law against that, Earl. That felons shouldn't be able to, to uh, have, have, have they guns. They do. They. Oh, Several. So we have to have another law that says that law yeah, uh-huh. doesn't work. So we need another law yeah, to protect that. Oh, exactly. Oh, I get it. I get it. I get it. Exactly. Okay. 
I got it. I you know, it. I'm, I'm beginning to sound like a broken record. You know, the, the thousands of, of laws yeah. Yeah. that are on the books aren't working, but this one more law, that, that, will, that will get it done. Ever, ever heard of the phrase, death by a thousand cuts? Yeah, yeah, exactly right. And that's what's going on. Um, uh, there's this Bronco guy, the one that's in charge of the sea and the land or whatever the hell it is. Um, he's a, he says, ghost guns can be purchased online by anyone, including prohibited purchasers, domestic abusers, and gun traffickers. And, and, and that's not true. No. It's not true. It's not true at all. I want to reiterate the point that these weapons do not have a serial number and are virtually untraceable. What are we trying to trace, bro? What are we trying to trace? Are you trying to tell me that you will only be happy if people have guns and they're registered with you and you approve them to have firearms? Is that what you're trying to say? Mm-hmm. Because guess what? That's the freaking definition of tyranny right there. Yeah. Uh, that's exactly what that is. Yeah, he says ghost guns do not represent responsible gun ownership. Assembling and building ghost guns is not a hobby like putting a ship in a bottle or building a model airplane. Yeah, it is. It is my hobby. My hobby absolutely, though, benefits my protecting myself and my family. I guess I could throw a ship in a bottle at somebody if I wanted to. But it it, real hard. Oh, like Jacob DeGrom from The Mess, 101 (laughs) miles an hour, 0.69 ERA. Um, Not that I know baseball stats. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. um, Anyway, um, the... this this is absolutely ridiculous. This guy's this guy's this guy might as well have uh, have have communist slash Nazi uh, enforcer written on his head because he wants to take away your ability to protect you and your family. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, there's a, there's another House bill that they've got going on here. Let's see, we got enough time. Uh, uh, House Bill 490 is a bill relating to crimes against seniors, which gives added protection. The governor says the bill standardized the age at which penalties applies against uh, uh, or against the, the elderly uh, going forward. That would age would be 60. Okay, that's not a gun law. Okay. I don't know why that's well, fixed. Well, I'm, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm all for protecting our senior citizens, yeah. but why, why, does, why do we need a specific specialized law protecting senior, senior citizens? Is does that mean, uh, you know, the the laws governing violence towards me don't apply? It's the well, same you know, kind of thing. There, there, there are enhanced penalties for those in most states over the age of 65, uh, crimes against the elderly. It's just like crimes against children because they say that they're not able to protect themselves or stand up for themselves. Uh, you, you know, so, so does, again, does, it, does the, it create the, a special class? Absolutely. So, again, Absolutely. the yeah. laws that are on the books aren't working. So we need to put another law. It's it's really effect. what it comes down to, Earl. It's it's if the bad guy decides he's going to go, uh, uh com, you know, steal the purse from the sixty-three-year-old woman. Let's even call it sixty-six. That way, it applies in both states. Um, do you think that that bad guy is really saying, eh, crap? Um, you know, it's going to be an enhancement penalty because she's so what, over sixty-six. Dang, I thought she was sixty. Yeah. So. You know, it, it's either it's either it's against the law or it isn't. Right. Is 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 really what it is. Um. Uh, here, here's the other one that I wanted to take a look at. Um, in Hawaii, uh, they've r- raised the age of safe storage of a firearm from 16 to 18. This will help ensure that individuals with firearms responsibility store them so they cannot be accessed by an unsupervised minor. We've seen the stories of tragic... No, you haven't. You're lying. It says, we have seen the stories of tragic results where if this law was in place, may not have happened. Uh, and, and this is what it says right here. 
This is a common sense measure aimed at protecting 16 and 17 year olds who are statistically the most prone to attempting suicide. So Earl, what they've done is that you had to you had to secure firearms in a safe for somebody that was under 16. Now they're making it under the age of 18 because they're saying the reason for that is suicide. So if a 17 or 18 year old decides they want to commit suicide, they may not do it now because it's against the law for them to be in possession of the gun. Right. So if they decide they want to commit suicide, they're not going to do it, Earl, because it would be a misdemeanor for them to be in possession of that firearm. And and obviously, you know, it's it, they're concerned of them, you know, the penalty of them being in possession of the firearm to commit suicide once they're done. Ridiculous. You're listening to Arms Room Radio. We'll be back after the break. My head hurts. Forty kilometers northwest of Kandahar, Afghanistan, at a remote desert military base, American soldiers are playing video games. There are cold drinks, coffee, snacks, and comfy chairs. There's an internet connection, a putting green, frisbees, and footballs. There are DVDs, books, games, and guitars. There are toothbrushes, shaving cream, body wipes, and shampoo. This is today's USO. It's the USO to go program with all of the above and more selected and ordered directly by the troops themselves, packaged and shipped anywhere in the world. Today, it's just one of the ways the USO supports our troops, lifts their spirits, and serves as the link between them and the American people, people just like you. To donate and to find out more about the USO, visit us at USO.org. The USO, until everyone comes home. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our everyday. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their ear pods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits, like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please... Got about one minute. ...gov or any post office to register. I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Earl. The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Radioman third class Emil Etienne White of St. Thomas, U.S. Virgin Islands was assigned to the Naval Security Group Activity Sabana Seca, Puerto Rico, was killed in action by terrorists 
with small arms fire while en route to a communication transmitter on the eastern end of Puerto Rico on December 3, 1979. White, 20, was killed when a Navy bus occupied by 18 unarmed enlisted personnel was carrying the group to a communications transmitter. During the journey to the transmitter, a truck ahead of the bus suddenly blocked its path, and another vehicle carrying five armed men pulled up alongside and opened fire with machine guns. The bus was caught in a hail of bullets lasting about 30 seconds, a lifetime according to one survivor, and when the chaos subsided, two men were dead and 10 others in the bus were wounded. White graduated from high school in the U.S. Virgin Islands in 1977, followed by attendance at Navy Radioman School in San Diego. He was assigned to Sabana Seca on May of 1978, where he reportedly gave his time and talents by performing disco shows and improving the quality of entertainment at the Post. Associates described him as a true professional, involved with all facets of radio communications, and constantly seeking more knowledge and experience in his field. He was additionally known to have contributed significantly to Navy and U.S. military recruiting efforts in the U.S. Virgin Islands. Also killed in the attack was communication technician first class John Robert Ball, 29, of Madison, Wisconsin. Radioman third class Emil Etienne White. Communications technician first class John Robert Ball, you are not forgotten. If you or a family member or a friend have any legal issues whatsoever, feel free to give me a call at 407-480-2179 or on my cell at 407-467-4960, and I will do everything I can to see if you can get the answers you need for your friends or family or yourself to whatever your legal issue is. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you for sponsoring the Fallen Hero portion of the program. We've done that since uh, week one. Folks, if you know anybody you'd like to see here or, uh, well, you know anyone that would be honored to, to represent here during the Fallen Hero segment, please reach out to us at uh, armsroomradio.com or go to the Facebook page uh, at armsroomradio, and we will be glad to do so. Um, hey, on the line with us, we have the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Please welcome back to the program, Major Bill. Ground control to Major Bill. Hey guys, how's everybody doing this week? Uh, not too shabby, sir. Doing not well. Shabby, doing huh? well. How are things with you in the in the world of law uh, enforcement? Uh, <laughs> you know it's it's always a topsy turvy world here in law enforcement. Uh, you know, getting ready for uh, you know uh, Elsa is going to be uh, making her way uh, through South Florida. You know, a little. Little tour, bring a little little wet weather uh, with her. Uh, don't quite have the temperature to uh, to freeze it, but you know we'll we'll make do with what we have. You see now, you know who? How do they not think of this? How do they not think? Well, when we're naming hurricanes, let's name one Elsa because the rest of the world just assumes that a blizzard and an ice queen is coming to town. Yeah. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> you know, we got to uh, uh, remind people that. Uh, we really don't get that kind of weather uh, down here in South Florida, which is, you know, why a lot of people up north want to come down to here. And we're starting to see, to see the proliferation of bumper stickers and shirts that uh, have the phrase on it, don't New York my Florida. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 
They brought their uh, they brought their uh, weather weather with them instead. Yeah, exactly right. Oh boy, oh boy. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, hey, you know what, uh, Major? I want, I want just re- real quick. Uh, I want I want to make a comment on the the fallen hero today. Um, uh, like a, a, a quick follow up. This was a. Uh, 1979, two uh, two sailors killed by a terrorist organization out of Puerto Rico that was trying to gain uh, national independence for the territory of Puerto Rico, and it went it went um, uh, cold case, cold case. No, could never find anybody from 1979. Couldn't find anybody. Then after the 9/11 attacks, when they started to apply new mythology methodology to terrorist events they went back and looked at this it took some time uh 2013 2014 finally started putting people in prison for murdering these two sailors back in 1979 so um just kind of a a a, a nice uh, end to the story that uh, d- these people did not get away with this so um having said that i just want to yes, pass, uh, pass it was it was excellent law enforcement work it, it was 35 years later, but it finally came to fruition that the bad guys were put in jail. Yes, and we're seeing more and more of that lately as technology uh, improves. Uh, you see a lot of these cold cases, uh, a lot of homicides, a lot of rapes, uh, a lot of kidnappings and things like that, that the, the technology is able to analyze the evidence that was preserved. That's why the preservation of the evidence in law enforcement is so important, and that chain of custody is uh, held to a high standard, so there can't be any technicalities uh, that will get uh, things dismissed. But it's because of hard work and dedication by our law enforcement personnel at every level, from the, the federal, state, county, local, uh, that we're able to uh, bring sort of, uh, some sort of justice. It may be 35 years later, uh, but we can uh, certainly an- make those people answer for what they what they did. And listen, that's exactly what happened. This was the the gloves and pantyhose that they used on their hands to not leave fingerprints, and the pantyhose to to to, to hide their 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 faces. The 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 DNA on those that was uh, you know nobody even thought of in '79. Thirty years later, they were able to put these people in jail. Yep, and. Uh you know, it just goes to show it's it's uh, getting harder and harder to uh, get away with uh, with crime these days. Uh, although people are still going to try, and they you know they think because they watch NCIS and uh, you know Law and Order that they can figure a way out of it. But there's you know, a lot of things that that the cards that we hold close to our chest that we don't reveal what we do until it comes out in court uh, that we're able to prosecute these people. Exactly right. Exactly right. Um, well, thank you for letting me uh, to, to bring those facts up. We got about yeah, about two three minutes left here. Um, I don't I don't know what uh, specific you had to talk to us about, but we're here. We're all ears. Well, you know what I really wanted to uh, I can guess I could squeeze it in in the time frame here is we see across the country that uh, prosecuting attorneys, district attorneys, state attorneys, whatever you want to call them, are are trying to make a name for themselves by yeah. charging law enforcement officers for crimes uh, that they allegedly committed in the performance of their duties. And we're starting to see a backlash. Now, let's jump on Google Earth and let's go out to, uh, to Honolulu, Hawaii. All right? right. Uh, let's go out to the islands there. Uh, and we know that the islands are, you know, very liberal oh, yeah. uh, when it comes to a lot of things. Yep. Uh, but recently they had three officers 
that were charged uh, for one was charged with uh, murder and the other two were charged with attempted murder when a young felon in a stolen vehicle went driving wildly uh, through the uh, the streets there, uh, putting lives in danger and crashed the vehicle and got out and got into an altercation and was, was shot by the officers. Now, uh, a lot of brouhaha wasn't brought up uh, with this. Uh, it, the island uh, people in Hawaii are, are a very close-knit community, yep. and the, the the district attorney for or the state or whatever it is out there for both the city and, and county of Hawaii uh, brought charges against these officers after, and I say after, six days after the grand jury declined to bring charges against them. Uh and uh, Mr. Alm, who's the, the attorney out there, uh, said that he was beholden to the voters to bring trust back to the prosecutor's office. Now, this led to their uh, their arraignment hearing that they had over 300 members of the community, not just other law enforcement officers, regular citizens out there in support of these officers. And it, that was great to see. Uh, that the community is behind these officers, that they had to do their job in a split second, uh, and they made the right call, and the community supports them. Load of crap. Absolute load of crap. The grand jury is the community. If they say no, then the answer is no. Uh, Major Bill, thank you for joining us uh, this segment, and please, please be careful out there. Absolutely. To all my brothers and sisters in blue, remember, wear your best, wear your seatbelt, and watch your sticks. The Wish Our Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. The guys will see you right after the break. The Biltec PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at KeltechWeapons.com. Hey, everyone. This is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at NextLevelTraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's NextLevelTraining.com. Two minutes. Radio sent you. America. Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. 
You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. Got a question or a story to tell? Check them out at armsroomradio.com. Now, coast to coast and around the world from the magswag.com studios, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, you're welcome. What? What? Hold on. Earl's telling me something here. Uh, what is, it? is it not on the air? We're not tell oh, that. no. It's, we, it's, no, it's just, it's, 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 you know, uh, d- don't be your normal long-winded self. I want a minute or two at the Oh, at the okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Not a problem. Um... Uh, hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. We're going to get uh, get a cool story. You know, I try to, we try to you know, mix in gun stories as often as we can, and we found one this week that was pretty cool. It's called Seven Hunting and Military Prototype Guns That Never Were. Uh, seven Hunting and Military Prototype Guns That Never Were. Now, some of these you're going to be like, oh, okay, all right. I yeah, see I understand the, why uh, it didn't make it. And some of them you're going to be like, what in the world were they thinking? So... Let me jump in. Let's jump into these right away. Um, number, and listen, these are in no order. They're not. Well, let's be honest. These are the order the article put them in. Right, right. But these are in no specific order right. as far as importance. Um, I, I, these are not rated by me and Earl. Uh, once again, yes, this all, is. Uh, all news to me as well. This is an exhibition, not a competition. Please, no wagering. Yeah, um, right. Let's see here. Number one, the. Oh, man, I hate pop ups. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Number one, the Winchester Model 70 rifle. Now, Earl, this looks like a standard Winchester Model 70 r- uh, rifle, doesn't it? It looks yeah. like a, you know, it's, it's a standard uh, you know, civilian world hunting rifle slash uh, you know, a military world sniper rifle. Um, and, and what they decided to come up with was a, and this is in the 50s, 1954. Um, this is a military, excuse me, a Winchester Model 70 transistor radio rifle <laughs> so what they did was they put a a, a transistor radio in the buttstock of the of the winchester rifle here oh my gosh yes i, I completely missed that yeah. i was like <laughs> yeah. i so read the name but yeah. i was like all right whatever it's in it's in the buttstock it's carved wow. in there so the back plate comes off yeah. there's a little transistor radio so to me this says this says okay listen i really want to go hunting but I really want to listen to the game. You know, <laughs> they even got a little W for Winchester yeah, on yeah. The, over the speaker. <laughs> this is, That's this is, cool. This is before headphones. This is before Bluetooth and earbuds. Wonder where they put the batteries. Uh, probably in the radio. I mean, it's probably. I mean, maybe maybe the, in the magazine too. You, yeah. you, you like yeah. you get like uh, four three hundred eight rounds and, <laughs> and two triple A's. You know, that's, that's what you what you had in there. Um, so this uh, this was uh, this one out there. It was. Uh, a Model 70 in chrome metal, <laughs> a transistor radio inletted into the stock behind a walnut W, as Earl just yeah. said. And um, uh, this lasted very briefly because they went to all the trade shows that year and it stirred up exactly zero interest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Zero. Zero. And I guess the one existing prototype is in the NRA museum. Um so that's that's uh yeah uh, i i, I it, it's cool it's interesting but yeah i wouldn't buy it either yep uh number two is the remington parker shotgun now not as uh as awesome as a transistor radio rifle yeah no. but of all the american doubles parker guns is at a mystique that set them apart above the rest in the minds of many hunters and shooters when the Parker Mystique met the Great Depression, Mystique lost, and Parker sold out to Remington. Parker stopped making. Remington stopped making uh, 
Parker guns in 42. Uh, there was a, later on a Japan uh, went on to remake them in 84. Uh, and they appeared on the market. They were good guns. Attracted quite a bit of attention. Um, but I think somebody at Remington saw this and thought, if Americans will buy Japanese Parker reproductions, they will certainly buy the real thing. So Remington's custom shop made a few of them in the 20 gauge, um, and they still didn't go anywhere. So yeah, it was it was it was it was all right. It didn't go anywhere. Um, number three is the John Wayne Jim Sullivan 22 semi-auto. The John Wayne Gun Company was almost a thing. It was almost a thing. In fact, it existed briefly just long enough for designer Jim Sullivan to come up with prototypes for what would have been the first Wayne rifle, a semi-auto 22. Wayne used to get his boat repaired at the yard next to next door to Armalite. Huh. Heard that name before. Yeah, right. And being a gun person, he would stop into the shop frequently. There he befriended Jim Sullivan, who worked on the M16 and would later go to work on the Ruger Mini 14, Model 77, and the Ultimax machine gun. Sometime in the late 70s or early 80s, Sullivan successfully pitched Wayne's business manager an idea of the Wayne Company. With backing from the Duke, Sullivan drew up a new 22 that featured, among other things, a nifty removable side plate for disassembly. Wayne even took a couple of trips to the range and shot the rifles, but he also make, made the mistake of making his son-in-law his business manager. Well, that didn't work out, and it never happened. Oops. So... Uh, number four, Bill Ruger's. Did you know Ruger's first name was Bill? Uh, I'd heard it before. Yeah, I'd never heard that. That Bill yeah. Bill Ruger's. I heard about Johnny Chevrolet, but I never heard about Bill Ruger. Um, Bill Ruger's semi-auto semi-auto Savage Model ninety nine. Now we had a Savage ninety nine. If you recall, Earl, coming through the gun stores back in the day, we had a couple of the Savage ninety nines. Not specifically, but uh, very weird looking looking rifle with the way the. Uh, uh, the stock meets the receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, in 1942, a young man from Brooklyn showed up at the Springfield Armory with the Savage Model 99 he had been tinkering with. He converted the 250-3000 lever action into a gas-operated semi-auto. The people at the armory were impressed enough to offer him a job as a firearms designer. Well, this, uh, this rifle uh, that Ruger himself wrote about the gun in the December 43 issue of American Rifleman magazine, he said the modification had been accomplished with only superficial changes in a few of the parts. He said, I believe after this war, there'll be a great upsurge in the popularity of self-loaders for sporting purposes, just as there was a great increase in the popularity of bolt-action guns after the last war. Well, we know what happened, Earl, is that um, all of those civilian modeled guns that came out after World War One and during World War Two or prior to the end of World War Two went went nowhere. I mean they were right. virtually lost because everybody came back and there was Springfield Aut threes if you wanted a bolt action and all of the M one Garands and the M one carbines that came out on the market. Yeah I, I, or what I would really interested in the browning bars. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The bar. Yeah. yeah Full yeah. auto thirty yeah. six. Yep, yep, <sighs> exactly. Uh, here's another one here. Uh, listen, I like a good German Luger. Yeah, I was going to say, this, this is the one that kind of piques my interest. Uh, how about a Luger in 45? Yeah. Oh, yeah, now you got me going. I'm curious of the round count, though. In 1906 and 1907, the U.S. Army held trials to select a new sidearm. Manufacturers entered both revolvers and semi-auto pistols. 
Um, George Luger of Germany's DMW Supersize, either two or possibly three, maybe even four or five or six, <laughs> of his namesake toggle action pistols, chambering them in forty five caliber and brought them to the American trials. Because remember, Americans said we want them in caliber forty five. Yeah. So, so he brought them in. Although the pistols performed well enough for the Army to order more for additional tests, the 1911 pistol won the trials, and not even like like by a, like a little bit. It was by, it was by a ton. Yeah. Um, uh, Luger's never delivered the remaining test pistols, uh, perhaps because they had signed a contract with the German military, which led to the Luger's and 1911s facing off in two world wars. This is this is crazy right here. This is amazing. Oh yeah. One of these surviving pistols sold to a collector. In 1949, for 150 bucks. 150 bucks. Well, 1949, that was a that was quite a bit of money. Yeah. Well, it's worth over a million dollars today. Yeah. 150 dollars <sighs> in 49 is not worth a million dollars today. Uh, a replica made a cameo appearance in the movie Wall Street, in which Gordon Greed is good. A gecko um, brags about owning the rarest pistol in the world. Uh, showing off the prop 45 ACP Luger. I actually think the rare, rarest pistol in the world, Earl, is the uh, the Glock 7 with the Porsche. <laughs> um, uh, I, I think that's because no one's ever seen one. <laughs> um, U.S. Army 45A rifle. Um, uh, to, to tell you about this is this is this is a, imagine a bar uh, in a 45. That's basically what this was. Yeah, uh, the, the bar. And listen, the bar was a beast. That was shooting. 30 ox six, six rounds at full auto. Yeah, my shoulder flinches every time I think <laughs> about that. Uh, and and lastly was John Browning's flapper. And um, I, you know what? I can't even do this one justice. You're going to have to look this up, the flapper, because I promised we'd give the last moment or two to Earl, and we're at a minute left. All right. Okay, wrapping this up. You know what uh, tomorrow is, Mike? It's July 4th. It's Independence Day, sir. Yes, it is. That's what I wanted our listeners to be reminded of of not, in a sense, watering this down to everybody says happy 4th of July. Well, uh, by all means, have a happy day. But remember, this is our nation's Independence Day that it happens to be celebrated on the 4th of July. And the reason we have this day, that we were able to declare our independence successfully, our citizens had military-grade firearms. We defeated... At that time, the largest standing army in the world. 100% agreed. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Folks, join us next week here on the program. You're listening to Arms Room Radio. And if you're not ready, get ready. If you are ready, stay ready. And remember, keep your head on a swivel. The Keltec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity. Not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight. All right, that's everything in that last spot. I had to fade out to go into the top of the hour, but we are all good.
Sounds good, sir. We will talk to you soon. Absolutely. I'll see you guys next week. All right. Thanks. Take care. Bye. Hey Siri, call baby phone.